Uh, now the thing, now my phone turned off with my intro. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Hello, I am Sarah Moradif. I'm the director of Radical Manifesting Limited. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire and motivate people to live their dreams. Welcome, Natalie. It's lovely to meet you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I love it. Radical manifesting. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> And the work you're doing is great, Sarah. Thank you. So how are you today, Natalie? Yeah, I am. I'm good. I'm very good. I'm in a kind of a period of listening to my body quite deeply uh, and, yeah, really feeling the call to rest in February. I don't know about you, but I felt that there was a lot of energy in January. I felt like I was kind of making some decisions actually that were based on my old life rather than where I'm going with with my mm-hmm. world 22. Um, so it was a, I, I think the best way I could describe it was it, it was a whirlwind. It felt like a whirlwind January. So I'm just inviting in some rest actually. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know if you believe in Mercury retrograde, but I know it was Mercury retrograde. It was also Venus retrograde, which I didn't know. Ooh. Venus retrograde. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know much about the dates, but um, I think it might have only just finished. We're still carrying on, but it's like we've got the and also because um, Mercury retrograde because it's in Cancer too. It's making people more weepy, and I know that for myself. <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah, I had this um, always very open to talk uh, heart on sleeve stuff, and on Friday. I just burst into tears. 1.30 wow. in the afternoon and went up to my um, my, my soulmate, Freedy, and I just said, can you hug me? I need a hug. Like, I asked for a oh. hug. And I was just I, so maybe, I mean, I don't know much about um, the retrograde or astrology, but I'm, what I like about uh, the galaxies and the cosmic um, energy and cosmos is I like learning about it. And there's so much obviously to learn. And if it feels right intuitively, then yeah, I can apply it to my, to the day or my life or what's, you know, what's going on. I think it's nice to have an awareness. um, Yes. I also think as well, something I've learned with retrograde is it like people, I mean, retrograde isn't necessarily a nice experience all the time, but I think it shows the truth. I think people think that it's, Oh, it's fascinating. Yeah, I love that showing the truth. Yes. Yeah, I'm shivering as you're saying that. Yeah, and it, this is re- weaving into to what I've just been writing about. I was saying to you that I was connecting with my I call them light letters rather than newsletters. Yeah. Um, you know, with my audience and just saying that I'd gone down a rabbit hole for three weeks. Wow. Some decisions. You know, after the summit that I did uh, did with you, something came in and. Yeah, I went, I went into a bit of a rabbit hole is what I call it. You know, when you're, yeah, you just get a little bit sucked into decisions. Um, and then I very quickly got myself out, but, uh, but maybe it's all to do with the retrograde. I can't remember exactly when retrograde started, but it's meant to be for three. It was meant to be for three weeks and it's ending on the third. So, well, I'm, I'm I out. think it was around the 18th, possibly. I, I can't remember the exact date, but. Oh, that would be strange if I'd made the decision on that day. But no, I'm I'm coming out. Yeah, I'm coming out of uh, I'm coming out of that. You know, um, I don't know much about Venus retrograde either. But um, 
in Venus that. retrogrades more about relationships. I know Mercury's about communication, and also that's why tech issues can happen. So oh, I yeah. find it quite amusing when I don't. I'm not meaning this to belittle anyone by people that don't understand retrograde or don't know about retrograde, and then things happen. I'm thinking, oh, I know why that happened, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this makes even more sense because I did a chatathon. I did my first ever light worker chatathon on Instagram. So I spoke for two and a half hours continuously. Wow. I did break it into a couple of parts because I realized that I needed to go to the toilet. Yes, of course. <laughs> That human experience. <laughs> <laughs> These are the practical things, you know. Um, but yeah, and uh, my first guest, we had such bad connection issues. <laughs> yeah, we had such bad connections. So, but it was a great interview once it once it got going. Um, but in in my work, Sarah, all of this, you know, like this conversation we're having now, and we're going to talk a little bit about divine timing. But this, these are all like, you know, it's just affirmatives that. Yes. If you don't believe it, it just gives a little bit more information, a little bit more uh, education around exploring, you know, into these subjects a bit more to trust them, as you said. Yeah, because yeah. I know with Mars retrograde, it's more about people showing their true colours. And I found during that time, literally people I thought were my friends showed their true colours. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've got a Mars retrograde happening at the end of the year, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Stay wow. away from everybody. That's my, <laughs> that's my motto. Well, that's again going into that divine timing because I mean, if I, you know, I'm working so much more. So I, I um, turned forty. Uh, well, I'm, I'm in my forty-second year now. So two years ago, and one and a half years ago, and um, you know, I think you get to that point, and you're just like, in actual fact, I do need to trust more because life yeah. is very, very short. Yes. Um, but I started working more with my cycles, um, with the cycles of the moon, and I was coming more into talking about, um, at that point, I had a school which was called Cosmic Soul School. Um, and the, the word Cosmic Soul came to me when I was in Bali. Um, yeah, I was in Bali. Wow. I, I like that as a name for a business. I love, love Cosmic Soul. Um, but it only then appeared and I realized why, you know, that name was coming to me again through divine timing as in, ah, okay, I'm, I'm a light worker. I'm, I am light, you know, it's taken yes. me a long time to say these things out, outwardly, um, you know, but that's, that's what my purpose is. People are attracted to my light. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. My work actually a lot of the time is having chats like this, but how can that be work? You know, that's the kind of, uh, you know, the 3D. But of course it's work because it's about communication, education, growth. Um, yeah, so I was really starting to work when I turned 40 with, with cycles and obviously the divine timing of when these retrogrades happen, it, it must serve a purpose, a deeper purpose for us humans living here in you know on a planet because that's what we're doing right yes always i know always. why don't why don't we ever go retrograde then <laughs> that's the question for another day <laughs> yeah maybe you need uh what's the what's his name that incredible scientist i really like him uh, that talks loads about uh about the stars and the planets can't remember his name um oh, is it professor um Cox, is it? yes yeah yeah Bring him in, Sarah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I think, I think everybody would turn up to that, but that's a different conversation again. I don't think he really believes it in the sense of we believe it, but... But this kind of goes deeper into, you know, the beliefs are a big conversation, aren't they? Yes. You know, it blew my mind, actually. Um, I trained as an NLP practitioner, and it was really mainly a very big point of change in my in my life. I was uh, 30. And uh, it really blew my mind to realize, you know, that we all, so many people have different belief systems. We all live in our own map of the world. And um, it really helps us to understand how to get on better with people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I also think it's okay not to be around people that you're not aligned with too. Yeah, uh, that's so important. Yeah, so important. Yeah, and and also learning that it's it's okay to let go of them, you know, quickly if they're not right for you, if you're not in that right alignment. Yeah, totally. It's a bit of a hard lesson though, isn't it? Because sometimes um, I found it can tend to happen quite drastically, <laughs> doesn't it? You know, it's like your friends one minute and all of a sudden you just stop speaking to each other. <laughs> yeah and I can not so much with friends but god yeah I mean it's uh, with this situation that that I had that I said yes to and then three weeks later I I messaged the um, the person and I said look this isn't right for me they wanted to talk to me but I actually didn't I didn't want to do it via telephone I sent a nice message it felt right for me it you know I was closing it um and yeah it was it was only in three weeks. I didn't even know this person very well, but yeah, it is. It is tough because why? Why is that? This is why I don't agree with pushing things. You know, like I do agree. <clears throat> well, I don't know. It. I think sometimes the most honest thing you can do is a be true to yourself and b do what feels right. I think very often in society and even. <clears throat> In the online space, they're like, push your comfort zone. If you're not pushing your comfort zone, if you're not changing, but it depends if it feels right or not. Like for me, with, the hu with my human design, I'm, I'm a generator. So mine's more about, for me, like more if it feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, it will feel drastically wrong. Wow. And if I try and push it, yeah, it's just going to drain me. Yeah, I've, I've, I did my human design, so I am like you, a generator, yeah. um, which I think 70% of the population uh, are generators. Um, yeah, and I it, it was fascinating for me to explore this a little bit more because exactly what you're saying, um, for a good 30 years of my life, I was pushing, 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 pushing mm -hmm. uphill. Um, because that's what we can do as generators, can't we? We can go, 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 and uh, then we collapse. Um, yes. And uh, people can take advantage and all those all those kind of things. Um, but yeah, I, I love what you're saying because then I learned and read more about it. And it's like, in actual fact, to be a very, within your power as a, as a generator to make the most out of life and opportunities is actually to, to sit and allow them to come to you. Yeah, because that's what I'm... Well, I think because we're taught, aren't we? Even in the online space, the coaching space, we need to find our ideal client. We need to find, you know, so it's not that we need to allow it to come in. It's, you know, we need, you know, I'm not saying we don't have to take action because we do, but I think 
again, like you were saying about divine timing and it's also what feels aligned. It's about taking action that feels aligned. Yeah. Because I think if it feels forced, I mean, don't get me wrong, you might feel nervous about something, still do it and love it. But there's a difference between being nervous or a bit scared and being terrified and feel like you don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> feeling that that pressure as you said like the, yeah. the pressure yeah taking the taking the pressure off um and kind of going back a little bit to what i was talking about the nature and the working with the cycles of nature my own cycles um you know and i was writing um my first book and i was really really being taught to trust divine timing mm -hmm. um and that was just helping me to understand that I can take all pressure off. You know, I can write when I want to write, when I'm being called to write. I love that saying now, you know, being called to, to it. It's, it's like attraction. Yes. But I think it's a higher level of use, using your intuitive, um, you know, voice and listening to the intuition. You know, am I being called to that today? Am I being called to, you know, to go and sit out in the garden and do nothing today? You know, yeah, and you, I think you need to listen to those two, don't you? It's not a sim, not as straightforward as I'm only going to listen to the work stuff because I, <laughs> I think especially with the generator and for me having ADHD, I want to be like go go go. If I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm not doing anything. You know, what I mean, I'm not good enough. If I'm not doing something. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I think the hardest lesson in a way is learning to not do anything, learning to just go for a walk or to whatever you feel called to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, and swapping and changing, Sarah, I don't know whether you've, you've found this as well, um, but actually I call it a, a stop and drop. So in actual fact, stop what you're doing and, and go to that call, answer that call. So, you know, if it is work, you can go and walk on the beach, come back to work or take the work to the beach, mm. do a yoga pose if your back's aching. This is a big thing for me while I was writing, my wrists were aching, all sorts of things. Um, and actually stopping and honoring the body. Um, yeah, so we obviously have a lot in a lot in common with our processing and, you know, I, I know I am enough um, at all times. Um, but what I'm kind of entering into now is sitting in a space in between so that I can really allow potency of my work to come through yeah I think I'm in the space in between because I've I realized in a way I don't particularly enjoy coaching that much I mean it's not I don't think it's as familiar as I thought it was and I've tried to push it as it because I think well, it seems to be in the online space broadly it's not to say anything against anyone but it's either you're a coach or you're an network marketer and if you're not either of those you know you feel like you're in those boxes and I've realized that I'm probably not in either of those boxes. Yeah, well, maybe not in any box, hopefully. Oh, no, I don't think I am in any box. <laughs> <laughs> maybe sometimes it's quite I mean, nice. some people like to be in a box, don't they? But <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, do, I, do, I don't mind, like, the, oh, you know, knowing I've got ADHD because I know that's how, you know, that's how my brain works, so I can deal with that. But that doesn't mean I want to be in a box, as in, you know, just a box. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's where that comes. I know I some people like boxes, don't they? But yeah, it makes us um, maybe feel comfortable. But I think this is kind of where we're going in this conversation. I'm loving it is that in actual fact, it's OK one day to be in the box 
and then you know to to come out and explore a little bit more but i i like what you say about the adhd as well because um that's obviously given you well it's given you like uh guidelines yes instructions it's given you again going back to you know what i'm so passionate about is for humans to educate themselves more mm. you know because okay you may accept accept i have adhd but you are not adhd no you're not defined by you know what it is because once you've learned more you can apply new principles for yourself because I'm sure, I mean, I, I don't know, I haven't looked at studies, but I'm sure one ADHD person to another, you're going to have similarities, but differences as well. Yeah, like some people are more, um, well, I, I've not looked into it like broadly, but like everyone's different, you know, and I find that I can either hyper-focus for a while, but then I know I need to retreat too. Yeah, yeah. Because if I don't, I'll end up burning out, and if I burn out, then... I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm better doing one thing a day well than try and do 10 things a day yeah. and burn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is what we we learn we learn about ourselves. I mean, I, I've not been diagnosed with ADHD, but I definitely have a lot of energy. People yes. cannot believe my energy when they, you know, when they meet me. Wow, you do so much, Natalie. But that's why the generator, so the human design, um, it was a friend of mine called Samantha Lotus. She said, do you know what your human design is? And I said, no. And when I looked into it, um, you know, it has really, really helped me, um, especially as a solopreneur, because, you know, a solopreneur works as an entrepreneur does. You know, it's the same way, you know, we're yeah. working for ourselves. Um, but it's very much staying in alignment, as you use that word, with our soul and our soul's purpose. Um, and we are, we earn money, but the, the, the earning of the money isn't the main driver, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, finding, yeah, finding that uh, as well as, uh, you know, as, 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 a, as my human design was really helpful. And I don't know what yours is. I can't remember what they call it, but my kind profile. Of yeah, it's frustration. Oh, is oh, mine's. I think mine's frustration too. That's if you're not in alignment, you're frustrated. Yes. And if you are in alignment, you've got satisfaction. Yeah. But do and, you know um, what your actual profile is? Because mine's four slash six, and I don't know what that uh, means. Not off by heart. <laughs> you don't know what that means. No, no, no. I actually, I would love to develop more. Maybe a podcast interview with uh, with somebody, or maybe a series, because there's so much. Again, there's so much to learn about this. Um, I, I went to a, a friend's house to give them um, a soul activation session. Yeah. And uh, she is learning a form of Japanese astrology. Wow. Yeah, and she was showing me all the charts and she's gonna do my chart at some point. Um, again, for her, it's just, she's got two young children. She wanted to, she could see the difference in them. She could see how the children were triggering her and her husband in different ways. And I love that when a human is is going into that amount of detail to understand how to better not only themselves, but their family, the environment, how they're communicating. Um, you know, I think it would make the world a more peaceful place if uh, every individual was taking at least some action in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, there's so much, isn't there? There's so I much. I know we could spend yeah. another two hours talking about human. Well, probably two days and yeah. plus. 
love human design because I think once you know your human design, you kind of know how you work. Because I think, unfortunately, society at large is that sort of, do you know what I mean? Children go to school, they learn to do stuff, they go to work, but it's, it's kind of still that cookie cutter, even if they do other things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't really like the school system anyway, purely on that one, because I think they don't have like a life advisor there. They have a careers advisor. So it's almost like from the off. Yeah, all about. You know I mean, from the beginning, it's straight away, right? What are you going to do when you grow up? It's like, grow up? <laughs> it's like, well, what else am I supposed to do? Or not as the case may be. Yeah, I'm a old child. You know, another reason yeah. why people love hanging around with me because the inner child has been kept alive. You know, she's been healed and the traumas, and I've understood all those things, but she yeah. is. She comes out, you know, I mean, I'm serious as well and I'm all sorts of things, you know, but to be able to move freely um, between between them all. I'm liking what you're saying here as well, because uh, there was a little bit of a joke between me and uh, and uh, my soulmate. So we said through lockdown, if I had children, which which um, which I don't. Um, not in physical form anyway, um, yeah. but I would have written a syllabus within that time. Yeah another kind of generator thing to you know like you'll understand that but it what an opportunity because everyone was obviously homeschooling and learning about their children learning about education appreciating teachers more and and parts of the system if if not all of it um i think kind of obviously having some format of the day is you know is important um yeah so there was a little bit of a joke there and uh, a lot of people because i live in the south of spain so a lot oh, wow because i did wonder because you you said to me didn't you like no before the summit you said i'm on the beach no sinking is she crazy <laughs> you know what i mean i was thinking is she crazy going on a beach loco, loco. <laughs> um so i thought you might have been from australia or something but then you know i heard your uk accent i was like what <laughs> You go for a walk on a beach in the in England. What? <laughs> to, blow the old, to blow the old cobwebs off, Sarah. No, the um. So people are coming from all over Europe, uh, wow. all over the world, to what's called a forest school. Have you heard of them? Yes, I've heard of them. Yeah, and I I actually pondered upon the forest school last week on a dog walk. Oh, it looks beautiful. So I think there is, there are other opportunities out there, Sarah, but they're not mainstream yet, but they will be. They'll, you know, even this word mainstream, I mean, why do we need that? Well, why do we need the word mainstream? Yeah. I know. Like, like my, I have got a daughter and she's about, at some point she's going to be good. like, I have home educated because I didn't want her in the system the way it is. But she wanted to go to school, but we finally found a school that's actually a forest school that's willing, you know, able to help her needs, etc. And it's amazing. I actually couldn't have picked it better if I tried. But because, but yeah, why does that have to be called a special school? Why can't it just be? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's because we've still got these really old-fashioned. I say we, I meant as in society, but these these still very old beliefs that you know children got because that's where it started wasn't it children went to workhouses <laughs> no went to school so their parents could go to workhouses could go to work and it was so basically children weren't working yeah, before right. that children were working <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think, it, I mean, it's such a fascinating uh, topic. And I was a teacher for a while, but a singing teacher, and I worked within a, within the system. So I was working um, in the private system and had my own um, uh, vocal school as well. Yeah. Um, and I suppose what was just coming up as I was listening to you, I'm so glad that your daughter's found like her tribe yeah. already. Yeah. Um, and that you are a mother who has listened to your instinct. You've, you know, you've, you've followed out of the mainstream. You've kind of gone and found. Well, I mean, initially I wanted you to go to a Steiner education. Do you, you know, Steiner education. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I, can't, I do like Steiner, but also I had a really bad vibe regarding it. You know, you just know. And she didn't want to go to school at that point. So I was like, oh, if you don't want to go to school, what about the option of home educating you? And so like, and then she got to a point where she was like, mommy, I don't want to be at home anymore. I want to, well, you're not, not that home education is just home, but you know, especially with lockdown and everything, it's just been like the last two years. It hasn't been great for anyone really, has it? No, no, not at well, all. I mean, it has been good in some ways. I'm not saying, oh, it's totally like, let's ignore the last two years, but. You know. I know it's been well, I, I definitely uh, enjoyed my generator motivator um, through that because I did a lot of a lot, well, I wrote a book and did loads of writing and wow. lots of things happen. But I think the, the point for me is on this like this topic is I, you know, they're saying each to their own mm -hmm. in the sense that we do need to in order to create balance, I believe, and this is a belief of mine, that we need to respect another's decision yeah. so one parent the system the you know the traditional system is right for them yeah exactly it wouldn't be like oh how did you know yeah. I mean sometimes you think oh you're a bit <laughs> a bit nuts but <laughs> but it's, it is easier because you know you can't especially regarding the school system because you know it, it's fit for purpose for some people I just didn't I didn't believe from the off that it was the right system for my daughter so like I've spent the last four years almost wanting to keep her out of it but then she decided she wanted to go but yeah. thankfully we have found somewhere that looks more suitable I mean it's an it's literally called the outdoor school oh so like all, all of it's outdoors oh that's nice yeah, because my friend's daughter went and I said, what do they do? You know, what do they do at the forest school? It sounds so fascinating. And she said, well, they forage. Yeah. Said, wow. But they must do other things as as well. I mean, I think they tend to do a little bit more holistically in the sense of, right, say, for example, um, Mia wanted to do a project there about trees. You know, through that, she'd be learning English. She'd be learning how to calculate how many trees. She'd be learning how to draw. So you do it more project based. Yes, it sounds more expansive. And this is yes. a belief I'm sure we both got, you know, that we are here to expand. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I um, like the idea of the forest school, because you're right, it's a project based and it is teaching um, that multidimensional discipline to yes. children. Like you said, you know, not a career coach, but a life coach. They may employ somebody like me to go in and, you know, and, and do some sound work with them or, you know, talk. So they're actually, yeah, getting a more, getting lots of balanced views as well, a different types of views, you know, yeah. experiences as well. I think that's why I love, you know, being more in that expansive space. Um, so how did you come across the word soulpreneur? What happened? Oh, good question. Very good question. <laughs> I'll have yeah. to think about that. I get back to you. <laughs> well, 
well, yeah, no, it was a while ago. I don't know how I came across it. Maybe, um, maybe through somebody, um, you know, that I'd seen on, on Instagram, maybe. And I was like, Oh, I like that. But, you know, it was developing all around the cosmic soul. And, you know, what is a cosmic, what is a cosmic soul? And in the terms of, you know, how do we apply this um, as adults <laughs> in business? Yes. yes. Um, how do we, you know, how do we keep um well how do we also provoke the sustainability aspect you know of our of our business um yeah make everything more balanced um and be proud as well you know be proud to be a soul-led business owner um and you know and, and talk about you know talk about it I, I did another interview and the guy said we haven't mentioned money once natalie and I said, yeah, because I'm, it's, I'm not driven by it. It's, yeah, you know, so yeah, being talk, talking about these subjects that are kind of being taboo or, um, you know, that have been dominating, you know, in the, in the work industry for many, many years. Uh, I don't know how many, a few hundred, I, I would suppose. Um, yeah, so then entrepreneur and I was like soulpreneur, but I looked it up. It's a, it is a, it is a thing. Well, it um, is a word. It is a word. It's, 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 it's out there on the, on the net. And, um, I was also doing a, a radio show at the time called Cosmic Soul Sessions. Um, and I wanted to bring in, you know, soul led business owners to, yeah, to expand the knowledge, um, and give other people a voice to talk about their, their passion, um, how do you actually find what you want to do? Because as I said at the moment, I probably I do feel in a bit of crossroads myself. It finds you. It finds you. What you just walk along the beach and they there you go. Like one of them films where you, well, <laughs> you know, like was, was it I forgot his name now. You know that Scottish what is it with us and names today? <laughs> oh no. I'm, was I'm it Billy good. Connolly or something when he sued God? Do you remember that film where he sued God? Oh, I think I've seen it. No, I, I just I, like, I don't even know if it happened, but I just got this image of, you know, like a light <laughs> coming down on you and saying, there you go, that's your purpose. <laughs> well, kind of, but I think in more of a sensible answer, <laughs> um, you know, and as a coach to a coach, you know, I'm, a, yeah. I'm trained as a well-being coach, a teacher, and I've, you know, I've told you all those, what I call the earthly qualifications. And what, yeah. these, what these do is they help us to delayer, you know, um, as a professional, but also as a, as a human and yeah. you know, get just get to the source of our problems, our traumas, you know, and you know about all of that stuff. And then in my experience, um, why I say is it, it will choose you is because you start to trust the unknown more. Mm -hmm. And you might sit in a period of no work for a few months. Yes, it's scary. Where's the money going to come from? All those questions that come in. What are people going to think about me? What, what, what? But we, you know, in that unknown space, we have then space with our minds, with our body to actually, you know, get more in contact again with what we what we truly believe in, what we're truly here for, you know, that 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 that's the the, the calling of the soul's purpose. Um, especially as healers, I suppose, empaths, intuitives, but we're all intuitive. Yeah. We all have the ability to use that. It's not, not segregating um, that as a role. Um, but especially, yeah, for, for us um, 
healers or people who feel that we're being called um, to do something something different that's not traditional as well that might resonate with with people that would be a, a, another ex, uh, explanation of the soulpreneur um yeah and and in my my circumstance i wrote the book i knew i wanted to write a book it was a goal you know it was something yeah. i did really beautifully actually as another conversation for another time but and then one day i was like i'm gonna sing again I haven't sung for such a long time. I haven't used my singing voice. I was vocalizing on the radio show and stuff, but I was like, wow. And I'm going to get a sound bowl. Um, it's a really beautiful crystal healing sound bowl. And in the last two months, I've had about 15 soul activation sessions with individuals and groups. Wow. So it feels easy when I go to the bowl. It's it, it that's feels why, really that's why I believe too that whatever it is, whatever your purpose is, whether even if it is you choose it, because I still think there's an element of you choose it. I think sometimes we could spend all this time. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? And I think sometimes it's just choose what. Well, to me, I think choose what feels right. But I think it shouldn't be hard. I mean, it might. As I said, I do, I think action. I mean, you know, you still need to do something. But it's meant to be like something that lights you up, something that makes you feel good. You know, you shouldn't dread going on a call with somebody. Because if you yes. dread, you know, okay, you might be nervous. If you're nervous, like, you know, I was a bit nervous coming on here, but, you know, you shouldn't be dreading it. Oh, my God, I was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dreading yeah. it. That's not the right energy anyway. No, totally and utterly. And, yeah, nervous is a, I mean, it's a state, you know. And, yeah. And now I would hope that you're less nervous. Or yeah. Just really in the flow of it and enjoying it, you know, as 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 I am, I wasn't nervous. Um, I was looking forward to chatting. Like that's the thing as well. Like chat with Nat, you know. It's yeah. Chatting. I don't like. I'm. I'm actually. Ironically, people think I was very sociable, but mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. An I'm an extrovert. I'm, I'm an introvert. I am. Yeah, but I socially. I think. For my energy, I need to have long bouts of periods where I'm not around people. Yes. You know, not, you not my find, like, if you've not looked in your chat, because um, if you've got a lot of undefined, right, this is not as an ex, I'm not an expert in human design, I'm just saying what I've read, but if you've yes. got a lot of undefined yes. things, that can cause people to influence you more. Whereas if you're defining that area, like, for example, you you know this area if you do yeah. if you're if you're defined here you know you're less likely to so that's probably as well why you need more time away yeah. from people yeah yeah it's it exactly um i can't remember what we were, we were talking about before we how we got to that but <laughs> i'm going the same i'm like what? <laughs> when i'm on the phone like, i i sometimes hear back my voice notes and it's like i've started on one conversation and by the end i'm talking about something else <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm very good at that. I talk about that also in the book. I work, I love working in circles or loops, you know, and it, it, it's kind of, I think a lot of people probably, probably do that, you know, start one job, then you go to another and then you finish, finish, uh, finish it. But I, I think, yeah, I think you're totally right. I, I, you have to do what lights you up. There we go. I've got back to the thread. What lights you up? <laughs> At least one of us did. <laughs> yeah, what lights you up? And, um, you know, is there was so much talk i think in the last 10 15 years about authenticity yes. being your authentic self now it's, it, a lot of the time it's gone to soul what does your soul want 
it's gone deeper. We're always going deeper into the layers of exploration as, as humans, if if we're choosing to go on that self-growth yeah. journey. And like you said, I like to go to the to the bowl and to use my voice in these soul activation sessions. It is so easy, you know. And I'm not even pinching my. It's like I'm. I'm. Yeah. It's easy. It's beautiful. I love it. Mm. I can't do it all the time because it takes a lot of my energy. It's it's you know it, it's uh, it's channeling. So I, I don't know what's going to happen in these sessions. I was channeling wolf energy the other day. Wow. Um, to channeling like I get to the people's um, I get to their soul frequency. So right. I tune in with their soul frequency and I get to their sound of their soul. And the other day with a lady, um, um, it was really high. <laughs> And her energy was incredible. I was singing for nearly five minutes. This sound just out, out, out. And I said to her, look, this is your sound. Like obviously to activate people into the belief of who they are again. And this yeah. is yeah. deeper into the soul purpose. This is to cut through the crap. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but through all this 3D stuff. <laughs> Yeah, to cut through the sound, like if I'm if I crap or the, you know, the external sound, the noise. Mm -hmm. you know, it's been talked a lot in we're by spiritual teachers, you know, the noise, the external noise, the reasons why we fall down rabbit holes, um, you know, and uh, and detract ourselves from from actually living the soul's purpose. Because I believe I don't know about you, sir, but I believe life is very easy. It's meant to be very simple. We like as humans to overcomplicate things. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, my my philosophy this year is kiss, keep it super simple. Not simple, stupid. I know that I've heard that one. <laughs> no, I know, no, I know, no, I've changed it. Keep it super simple or keep, yeah, keep it super simple. Um, and and I talk about this a lot with uh, with my husband because it's, you know, why why do we get distracted? Why do we... Why do we want to overcomplicate? You know, um, you know, with, with our well-being, with with everything. I don't know what it is. the The human design, you know, the not the human design we've been talking about, but yeah, the actual are designed to be distracted, to be it's the, very weird, isn't it? It's very, very, very weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, as I said, they just want to. It seems they just want us to all be the same, and we're not. We're not all the same as I write. It's, it's beautiful to be out of the ordinary, you know, to, to be celebrated for who we were born um, to be. And I think the children that are coming in now, I, I do a lot of work with uh, Deborah Kilby, who talks about light, um, light children, um, light babies. She, she, she was on the... Um... Summit, yeah. Oh, that that makes sense because like i know you do similar work don't you and i know it's different <laughs> yeah it's different but but yeah it's it, it definitely works uh well to together um yeah i've worked with some of her her groups actually um to help them to connect with their soul babies um yeah with their babies and the song of their babies and Wow. Um, yeah, because obviously people can be scared of singing, they could be scared of even talking. But so how beautiful to connect through, a, even if it's just a humming sound to the to the baby, whether it's in the womb or, or, or not um, quite conceived yet. Um, 
so yeah that was a really fascinating start to all the sound work that I was doing uh, in October last year yeah we could talk for hours couldn't we love <laughs> I think that's my gift talking to people for hours <laughs> yeah well I tell you can I tell you one of what I feel one of your gifts is go on yeah you feel very comfortable oh yeah and maybe you know with the summit you're like bringing people together maybe there's something well, that's what i thought i thought like it seemed to be i'm pretty a better or well i'm not saying i couldn't coach it but i think just because you can do something doesn't mean it's for you i think this is a, a such a valuable um sharing yeah so valuable many things that we can do yeah, exactly. I mean, we could all become builders if we wanted to. Well, I don't want it. That's nothing <laughs> against any builders, but you know what I mean? We all train our bodies to do, but I say all, oh, not people. You know, some people are disabled, can't. But for me, I could train myself to be a builder, but no. <laughs> you don't. Exactly. But you know that very, very clearly. But I suppose that's when the parameters get a little bit kind of confused and murky. Um, when you can do something well you think that it might earn you the money or it bring support into the family the the system uh the you know but then there's something else that you can do really well as well and that's i suppose where it starts to get a little um confusing for us as i suppose we end up with that how can we how can how can i earn money through that <laughs> as in yeah comes back to trust again doesn't it i've done a lot of um yeah a lot of work on this um i myself uh, was recommended a spiritual teacher called tosha silver um i don't know whether you've come across her work really incredible the book's called it's not your money um that was the first time that i worked with with you know a spiritual teacher it was an online thing um yeah and yeah just un yeah kind of changing our perspective on money as well and knowing that money you know money is universal yeah so i i learned that the money always comes to me a new client always comes a new opportunity always comes there was a beautiful um affirmation uh that was shared in one of my groups the other day and it was something like this um you know i i won't chase or i'm not here to chase i'm here to attract i've seen that it's on it's one of the instagram reels at the moment isn't it hmm I think it's true. Yeah. I think, I think, no, because I know that's more a feminine energy, isn't it? If we're going to talk about energies, it's more a feminine that sort of attract. Like I've learned a lot about that sort of energy too. Because mm. with that sort of that female energy, it tends to be we put something out there and we attract people back or things back or whatever we need. It's not yeah. about forcing. Yeah. Oh, that's giving me a little bit of a reason probably why i also um put a stop to that the other opportunity i was yeah wow yeah yeah wow thank you that was a little bit of a light, <laughs> light bulb moment there well uh, yeah and i mean I, I talk a lot about you know the masculine and the feminine energy um you know that we have within all of us um mm -hmm. i was very much masculine energy in my early 20s drive 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 um but i'm so appreciative of all that i learned from that yes energy. And now it's mixing in beautifully with uh, with the feminine, um, the feminine energy. And in actual fact, for me, it is 
is is more of a challenge to to sit within the feminine um you know the feminine energy and like you said the allowing um yeah it's because we're still well i'm not getting into politics here but i'm just saying we're still even in society in that sort of masculine role you know that chase 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 you know yeah yeah or if you haven't decided what you're doing by the time you're 20 you failed your life (laughs) it's like (laughs) Yeah, I know. I remember saying once to somebody, oh, I'm not as far up the ladder as I should be. You know, all the, oh my goodness. All that, yeah. <laughs> all that detrimental language, you know, to all the, you know, my belief system was shot to bits then, you know, and I've, I've got such empowering beliefs now um, about everything. And my life has been incredible. Um, the opportunities that I've attracted, the people I've attracted, um, and still continue to do um you know and I, I suppose my message really is for anyone that's listening to this is you really you know going back to that belief believing in yourself mm-hmm. um, is is so important and powerful um and as i say in the book you know you might initially when you go into some of this self-help work you might not like yourself to begin with there was parts of me that i really didn't like um but you grow to like them, love them, heal them. And uh, yeah, it, you know, gosh, life is so precious, right? So yeah. you need to embrace it and, and, and work, you know, work through the, the problems um, that we may hold on to as people. Um, and that helps with the generational healing, helps with societal healing, um, and then obviously moving more deeper into you know the world healing <laughs> yeah because i didn't actually know you can carry your parents uh, you can actually carry your parents energy can't you when you're born i didn't know that until <sighs> someone told me <laughs> yeah i mean again maybe it could be a it could be a belief but i think yeah. oh god i mean it's fascinating to think yeah if, if, if the embryo is is picking up on energy exactly so it's probably i don't think it i mean i think it can be a belief but i think it's probably got something in it too yeah yeah i'd love to read more more about that yeah Um, it was a bit of channeled uh information that came through for me while i was writing the book about this in the sense that you know that when we are you know born uh exploded into um being um and then we become obviously the um the embryo and stuff that yeah that we have we have no judgment we have not we are just that we're life yes. the life yeah, we, we don't wait we don't come out and start like oh i hate my nails my nails are awful today <laughs> oh look that yeah. hair day yeah, or i want i want to i want to be blonde you know i want to you know we learn <laughs> of course we learn the comparison anyone ever comes down or anything oh my god why did i do this <laughs> I actually, I have a, I think I've got a friend who's a bit like, can I not go back yet? You know, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit done with being a human. <laughs> he, he uh, he's quite, he's quite a cool character. He, um, yeah, he, he plays the didgeridoo and he channels through that. Oh, it's incredible work. But yeah, he's like, yeah. And he's, he is from Australia and he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of floating, you know, I want to go back. <laughs> So I'm, I'm asking this question for me, but also other people. If we are unsure what we want to do, what would you say is the next, the best next step? I know you say it comes to you. What do you do next? <laughs> like I'm in my mind, I'm like, what do I do next? Is it me? I would always resort to writing a list. Yes, I've thought that writing and meditation. 
Yeah, so write a list of, you know, what what you're not liking about the, you know, two or, yeah, what you're not liking, what you are liking about the the role itself. So maybe the, the coach and yeah. see whether there's any kind of anything that anything that crosses. And then you could have the third, the third list, you know, the, 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 uh, the sparkly list of all that you want. Yeah. Classic, classic kind of coaching, um, you know, and, you know, what do you want? And also, you know, asking those kind of questions of on reflection of what are you proud of? What have you, you know, what have you enjoyed about the role? What is still serving you? What's not serving you? So in this list, you can get really kind of in depth. Um, see, I, lo I love things like this where it's literally just a conversation you know we're literally chatting I'm not I mean there's no I'm the coach you're the client it's we're having a conversation well this is beautiful because this this is the non-linear aspect that's now coming in it's coming in this is again the the when the the female and the masculine energy is is totally in balance within the human whether they be in the masculine or the feminine form or the they form However, yeah. you know, are who they are, born to be, um, you know, that this non-linear is coming through now. So not the hierarchy, the, the yes. lineage. We sit together, like in old councils, you know, what you see in kind of films, older films, you know. Yeah, you'd say, they'd all sit around a campfire just having a conversation. There wouldn't be a leader, it would all be we are all, we are all within that um capable within our own capabilities of the leadership role yeah. and again um deborah i love the way she breaks this um word down lead her ship mm. break the spelling down lead so together as this is her obviously she works with females leading her ship you know we're all yeah. leading together um and this is definitely uh yeah this is definitely well, 5D, 9D, 13D, whatever. Wow. <laughs> whatever, whatever vibration transmission you're resonating with, you know, and yeah, exactly. And there's so much power in a in a conversation. Um, and people, yeah, I, I hope that people enjoy tuning in, tuning into this. I'm sure they will. If yeah. not, they're not our ideal clients. <laughs> exactly and who is our ideal client and the other the, you know the other thing is for for me like the challenge for my work now is that i know i'm going to be working with with females mm -hmm. males but maybe also couples right. to, you know, to really to really heal the dis dissonance the discord the dis-ease dis-ease between the male and the female wow um you know and so i was just writing in the <laughs> in the, uh, the light letter, you know, that, whoa, this is my, this is my work. Like, wow, this is powerful stuff. This is epic. Wow. It's to be able to heal people's voices, to give them the power of speech back, to feel confident with their own voice, to set the tone for their voice. You know, it, it could go on for hours. And I was like, wow, you know, and that's the power of writing. So get to those lists, guys, you know, guys and girls, everybody. Um, and people in between. People in between. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm non-binary, so I'm one of the people in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, um, you know, I like the idea of three columns, um, yes. three sections, because it goes again to the um, to the triad, you know, of the masculine, the feminine energy and bringing it all to, together, whether, you know, we're uh, non-binary or whatever form we're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then I would definitely see if there's any similarities in the list. I love what you said about meditating with the list you know, meditate with it, look at one word, even, what does it mean to you? What's your intuition saying about it? You know, do you need to leave that bit behind? I mean, this, you know, we can get very detailed with, uh, with this kind of work. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and trust. Yes. Find an affirmation like that one we just mentioned. If you said it's on Instagram right now, if it's it's obviously what the what the world yeah. needs to hear, what we need yeah. to hear as humans. It's it's the collective message. And rest. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I don't chase, I attract. That's what it's, what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend put the word damn it after it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I think the the impatient mind then is where is it where is it where is it why are my clients here why haven't I figured out it or you know <laughs> and that goes into vibrational misalignment so when you yes. go into where is it where is it you're talking about radical manifesting if you yeah want to really great at radical manifesting which I talked about um touched upon in the summit talk is that is interference yes that is interfering with your your column of awesome amazing uh you know attractiveness <laughs> yes <laughs> you know you need to be in the alignment with it and that's where the frustration will keep coming because you just keep hitting the wall because you're not totally i know it means so in other words you're like where is it where is it and it goes because it's not there and then you're going back into that yeah so it's that constant loop it's almost like a loop it is a loop. like abraham teaches about getting off the subjects so i think that's very helpful yeah, Abraham Hicks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know, if you're in a in a frame of mind of where is it, where is it, just get away from me. You yeah. know, you can always go back to it, and then it finds you, or a, a new work opportunity comes in. This, you know, this is this is definitely abundance, um, and the mm -hmm. universe, uh, the universal showing way of showing that. Yeah, um, and that's why rest is is really important. You know, a lot of the time for me, it's just going and making another cup of tea if I'm sitting working. Um, I very rarely get frustrated now, though, in my work life, maybe in my personal life a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're continuously learning. But yeah, Abraham, uh, the uh, yeah, Abraham and Esther Hicks, yeah, really, if no one's kind of delved into that, um, yeah, really, really cool. But we've been, I think the other thing is we, we already know that wisdom. We already have yes. that wisdom. It's called the, you know, I call it our innate wisdom. It's already within us. But it, it it's having conversations like this or listening to conversations like this that starts to ignite it, starts to, you know, get it activated with inside of us again. And then we believe it. And then when we start believing in it more, then it starts manifesting into the, you know, into, you know, from the internal into the external. So we become this, this match um, of the internal and external. Um, I love it. Me this too. One. 
Yeah, and thank I think you so much. Something I want to finish on, I think, because otherwise we would still, I think we would be on here all day talking. But I think something about, I think it's also about nurturing, isn't it? You know, like say it's a light, it's about nurturing it, mm. isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose the it, what is the it? But nurturing definitely ourselves, nurturing. Yeah. And my friend kind of laughs at me like I love rituals and um, I learned I've taught myself rituals making cup of tea is one of them um you know walking with the dog is another actually being mindful as I'm walking all these little little rituals they're incredible um and yeah I suppose yeah we just need to look at sometimes nature as well to understand nature to nurture nature how yeah look at nature to understand how we need to nurture ourselves you know how would if you saw a little bird on the you know on the floor like what would you what would you do you know how would you nurture that yeah i you know are you respecting yourself enough it goes back to respect as well um yeah and uh, i like the idea of nurturing a business idea nurturing Mm -hmm. a project um, I'm thinking incubator, incubator period. Um, I feel like I'm going into one of those right now for yeah. a few weeks. Um, I'm just closing down all of my um, calls so people can book in only once a week to talk with me. Um, you know, I'm going into that that period. Um, I've got a little bit of eczema under my eye. You know, this is there for a reason. I'm, I'm run down. I, I need to listen. Yeah. You know, what's my body telling me? To slow down or oh. something missing in my diet or uh, so you know before i put the cream on i, I want to know you know i want to observe it a little bit more and nurture is so important so important yeah well thank you natalie for coming on i've really enjoyed this conversation and <laughs> that hour <laughs> flew by <laughs> wow. it, we might be just under the hour i'm not sure i think we're just under but still it flew by however long it was <laughs> And that's because we've been in flow. Yes. In flow, passionate about what we're talking about, joyful. We've been immersed in flow. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to stop recording now. Mm -hmm.